Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. And today, we are taking a trip down to the Sparrow slash Umbrella Academy, because we're going to be talking about Umbrella Academy Season 3 that will be dropping on Netflix June 22nd. So as of this recording, it should be out by the day that um, it is dropping on Netflix. This is going to be a spoiler-free review for everyone out there. So worry not about spoilers. You know, we kind of just want to keep it nice and clean for you guys here today. So uh, before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X, or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, we're almost here on a Friday, recording on a Thursday. How's your day been? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just waiting to... Go to infinity and beyond tonight. Get some light year in my life. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, light year comes out this weekend. So I've been hearing really great things about it and I'm very, very pumped to check it out myself as well. So we will be covering that here on the show for everyone out there listening. So, uh, do anything fun today? Kind of just worked, hit the gym yet. You just chilling. Yesterday was the gym day. I'm doing Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for now. Just seems like a nice, easy start. Yeah, I actually like that a lot as well. You know, that way you're not going five days a week. You know, you can relax your muscles depending on what you're trying to work out on. You know, burn those calories while doing it and just having a great time. So I know what you mean there, man. It's It's been crazy. So, man, oh, man, it's I, I feel like the year has only just begun. There's so much TV to watch out there and with everything that's going on with like the umbrella Academy uh, for season three, I think it is quite possibly one of uh, the better seasons, but you know, Netflix has been pumping out a lot of stuff between stranger things and this. And I think spider head drops as well um, as well as like, there's just a lot of TV to watch. Like I can't remember the last time we actually had this much to watch, like this halfway through the year when it came to TV, at least um, or movies, but it really feels like there's always something to watch and I'm here for it. So Devin, enough chitter chatter. Are you ready to drop into this review? Are you ready to visit the Sparrow Academy? Yes. Right where we left off season two crew of loudmouth heroes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we're going to be right back after this introduction to the Umbrella Academy season three. This isn't your home. What are you talking about? This is the Umbrella Academy. This is the Sparrow Academy. Shit. When we jumped here, we created a time paradox. Our little paradox brought forth a freaking Kugelblitz. What the hell is a Kugelblitz? Essentially, we're screwed. (laughs) 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a little snippet of the trailer from Umbrella Academy season three. The creator of this show is Steve Blackman, as well as Jerry Slater, who I believe is accredited for the comics of uh, the Umbrella Academy and stars Elliot Page, Tom Hopper and David Castaneda. Just to name a few, this cast always seems to be forever growing, but it always feels small and contained at the same time. So as I mentioned before, this is our spoiler free review of Umbrella Academy season three. So I'm actually going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial thoughts of what he thought because he just finished it last night. Very, very proud of this man for pushing through. Devin, what are your thoughts on this season? Yeah, it was it was a full ten episodes. I want to say every episode was right around fifty minutes. Definitely a lot to to digest there. But being in this world, it doesn't feel like you're really watching for that long because it's just such a fun place to be. Another great entry into the series, the season overall. Um, they did a great job of introducing and incorporating the Sparrow Academy into the Umbrella Academy's lives and like intertwining them and the different uh, interactions between those characters and introducing us to them. They also did a great job of kind of transitioning Vanya's character into what is now known as Victor. We won't get into specific details, but it's just really cool to see a show where they could do that so flawlessly because there's there's not many shows out there where a, a change like that could be done so easily, and it just seems natural and comfortable for everybody involved, um, especially Elliot. So I'm glad they were able to do that because Netflix doesn't have the best history of uh, um, friendly content towards that group of people, specifically Dave Chappelle's stand-ups recently. But I'm glad they kind of stepped up here and and were able to show that in such a good light. Yeah, definitely a great, entertaining season. We won't get into the specifics, but for me, the the finale left a little bit to be desired. Not Not a lot to talk about in the finale, I feel like, but definitely we'll be excited. Hopefully this show doesn't uh, succumb to the Netflix three season curse because it feels like every show they have isn't Stranger Things gets canceled after three seasons. So hopefully we'll get a fourth at least. I definitely agree with you there. Um, for my initial reactions, before we just dig a little bit deeper, um, I thought season three of this um, show is probably one. It's it's one of the best comic book adaptations. I feel um, much like. Doom Patrol. This is what this show really reminds me of, where, you know, you have the heroes and the powers, but they use them sparingly throughout the entire series, um, just overall. So, you know, we do get a glimpse of their powers here and there, but it, it is more about the the depth and nuance of these characters. And I feel like season three really just hits the ground running to be completely honest um you know it it feels as if um this is literally like a direct sequel to season two i know that sounds a little weird because it's like obviously you know the events of season three happen after the events of season two but this is literally you know like no time has passed between the season finale of season two and the season premiere of season three. So, you know, we get to see the Umbrella Academy inter- interact with the Sparrow Academy. And, you know, they they get into a little bit of a, a tip here and there. You know, everyone's kind of confused of what's going on. You know, they just saved the world like two days prior 
twice within like a 20 day time span. So, you know, it's, it's always forever moving. Um, but I feel like it, you know, it immediately immerses you into, you know, the story's premise for season three. Um, I feel like Elliot Page and the rest of the cast really continue to give uh, these characters a lot of uh, additional depths and nuances, like I mentioned before. And I think it makes the season worth watching. Um, you know, like like you said, Devin, you know, we can't get into specifics, but the way that they handle uh, Victor's transformation, I thought it was very, very beautiful. And they made it make sense. Like it wasn't just, oh, you know, pop, here's Victor. Like the, there's an actual meaning behind it. And they're, they, the, the writing for the show is like so wonderfully done when it comes to, you know, fleshing out these characters, especially Victor, who continues to be uh, one of my um, probably my favorite character. But I don't know. Klaus is uh, given <laughs> given him a run for his money this season, I will say. I'm, I'm actually curious, like I would ask the writers if like how far back they knew they might um, make this writing change for the for the show. Obviously, they were probably in contact with Elliot Page throughout the writing prog- process, but I wonder if in season two they kind of like laid those. Um, they started with um, with her relationship to kind of lay down the the foundation for that change. Yeah, I wonder as well because I'm not sure when Ellen, you know, trans, um, you know, went through the transformation of Elliot. I'm sure that she or he has uh, had told them probably prior. But I'm not sure when, because I can't remember when when Elliot came, you know, into being um, to the world. I can't remember when it was, but it was obviously between episode uh, seasons two and season three. But that that's a very good question. I'm not sure if they kind of knew that from the beginning, or you know, they just had the opportunity to say, "Hey, you know, we can write it this way." You know, there's probably tons of drafts and whatnot. Um, you know, in, in the writing room when it came to that. And I wonder how much um, how much in hand that Elliot had uh, with Victor. But definitely um, one of just probably, yeah, my, my favorite character of the show. You know, everyone else kind of, you know, has their moments, you know, Diego and Five, Klaus. Yeah, for me, for me, Klaus is, Klaus is definitely number one. I mean, if, <laughs> if they want to give Klaus a spinoff, like there's not much I wouldn't watch him do. Like there could be a show of him just going like, running errands, like going to Home Depot, and it would be entertaining because of how good he is in that role. I will say, I mean, as much as I did enjoy Luther's journey uh, this season, he still continues to be probably my least favorite of the Hargraves of the Umbrella Academy. Um, I'm not entirely sure why. It's just I feel like it just always has been that way. Um, but, you know, there's, you know, in, in episode one, you know, it's... You know, when when the Umbrella Academy meets the Sparrow Academy, you know, there's, you know, Diego starts hallucinating and it just kicks off from there. And I was like, this is was such a great start. Great, great start. I was like, this is fantastic. You know, we've been talking about musicals all this week. You know, they, they got the boys, the musical uh, for that for the newest episode, we've been talking about Looney Tunes musical, and now there's talks of Joker two being a musical as well. It's just singing all around. I, I love it. It's it's just a great time. Like I said, the closest show that I could probably relate this to would be 
uh, Doom Patrol, just because it's there's a lot of similarities when it comes to you know the characters, uh, the depth of the characters, and having that father figure that wasn't always that always had the best intentions, who didn't always have the best intentions, excuse me, uh, for them in mind. So it's it's very um, it's very similar but different. It's definitely similar in the in the weirdness between those two shows. Definitely, yeah, on the weirder end. For sure, for sure. Um, did you watch uh, season three of Doom Patrol? I still have not. I don't remember where I left off. You didn't even watch season two. That's right. You didn't. I think I'm like midway through. Okay. Yeah, because you didn't You didn't want to start season... No, I think you started season... Yeah, you did start season two. But it was the ending of season two is the premiere of season three because of COVID, what happened there. So okay, yeah, I, I you 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 get a pass for now, but <laughs> a pass for now for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, like I I love uh, Diego's character development. You know, they really. I I feel like what season two did so well. You know, everyone had their own separate stories that they're going through, but I feel like you know this is them actually coming back together, and you know they're they're inside of pretty much just one location the entire time inside of this uh this hotel which really feels like a character in and of itself uh for sure but it's um it is something you know it's it's all about you know saving the world all over again but i i really just enjoy the the moments that we got you know there's a lot of serious moments there's a lot of funny moments as well um you know the entire show um kind of handles around time travel as well. So it's like, you know, I, and I kind of want to touch on what you talked about, Devin, about this being the third season of Umbrella Academy and the, the Netflix curse, I guess you could call it. I really hope that we get a fourth season. I could see them going maybe at least four seasons. I'm not sure if they would do five, but you know, it's like you said, any show like outside of Stranger Things. Um, when it comes to these new formats of, you know, these uh, drama shows um, that aren't sitcoms, because a lot of sitcoms on Netflix do get like four or five, six seasons. But I don't really count those as much because those are kind of just, you know, you watch for 24 minutes or, you know, you're done with it. It doesn't have a lot of story there. You know, it's for the laughs and comedic effects. But I really hope that Umbrella Academy uh, continues because it is one of my favorite comic book um, adaptation shows um, outside of Marvel and DC. I, I really just enjoy these characters and, you know, the familial bonds that this entire uh, show kind of, you know, hammers with like the trials and tribulations of you know family ties and family bonds and what it means to be family and just everything that comes with that the good and the bad sometimes you know the the old saying goes you know you don't have to like your family but you do have to love them and i feel like this season specifically um speaks so speaks a lot of speaks a lot to that um so I, I think it's fantastic, but I'll pass it back over here to Devin. If there's anything he wanted to bring up before we close out here for a spoiler uh, review of Umbrella Academy season three. Yeah, I was going to mention, I think the greatest strength of this season was definitely just giving time to each character to develop. 
Like every character in the family, one through seven, gets their time to shine. And it feels pretty even amongst them all, which is definitely difficult to do. It helps when you have a full 10 episodes that are all 50 plus minutes long. It definitely helps when you have that much time to work with. But I just really enjoy how each character gets more fleshed out this season. And there's not really anyone that gets left behind that, that I can think of. They all kind of get their time to shine and it's really entertaining to watch. Well, one other negative I was going to bring up, and I don't know if it was just because we got an early screener, but some of the CGI was really rough, specifically the powers. Yeah, I I kind of want to um, go back and rewatch a few episodes because that was that was probably the smallest gripe that I had. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up, Devin, because that totally slipped my mind. But yeah, I will say, you know, when it comes to TV, I mean, I don't I don't expect a lot from Netflix. I mean, it's like you said, you know, it's everything is about Stranger Things. Like clearly that Netflix poured a lot of money into Stranger Things. Um, I would have to say that, yeah, the CGI effects um, usually when it comes to screeners, sometimes depending they're not either always finished or sometimes that might just be the. um the the end all be all but you know in some instances it looked great especially with you know victor's powers we've you know kind of known that for a while um but with others it is a bit iffy but it's definitely not the worst it's like almost passable but yeah i think that's always been a a weakness when it comes to these uh, TV shows um, for like the superhero side that aren't as grounded, you know, the ones that do deal with time travel and, you know, these super crazy wonky adventures, um, much like I said, with Doom Patrol, um, it's it, it, it could be hit or miss. So I think Doom, Doom Patrol does a little bit better of a job uh, depending on the person's powers. But yeah, I do agree with you there. That was probably only my my only real negative that i had um it's weird because you know we get these <laughs> we're so it's you know marvel's conditioning us to watch these six episode you know series but it, it feels like a breath of fresh air when we finally get more because you know i was hitting like episode six i'm like oh there's not that much left i'm like well there's actually four more episodes left versus six so I was really happy about that for sure. Yeah, it's nice how consistent this series has been. We're getting 10 episodes each season and they're all going to be really long around 50 to, to an hour. It's really consistent. You know what to expect. Yeah. And I would say even story-wise, I mean, between what we've seen of the boys, I mean, I love the boys. I absolutely love the boys, but it does have a lot of issues. Um, I would actually say overall, like when it comes to storytelling, I think, Umbrella Academy is probably is is actually superior when it comes to actual storytelling. When it comes to like the entertainment side and you know the blood baths and everything else, um, especially the CGI, I think the boys has that for sure because yeah, it's not even close for CGI. Yeah, for sure. Like the CGI for for the boys is it's phenomenal for a TV show for sure. And it's I don't know sometimes it it makes me wonder because I mean Netflix has a lot of money, but. Also, I'm fearing that this show or at least this series is going to get buried because it drops on June 22nd. So if you're listening to this on June 22nd, there's a new episode of Obi-Wan that's out, which is a uh, series finale um, of that miniseries and a new episode of Miss Marvel, which is which will be the halfway point for episode three, because there's only six episodes for that. 
And not only that, Devin, but um, by the time people are listening to this, um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will also be on Disney+. Plus. And I feel like this show is going to get buried so far down that Netflix is going to look at it and say, oh, well, you know, we're just going to nix it after season three. Netflix, please, please, please. You know, we, we appreciate the screeners and whatnot, but please do not, you know, throw this to the white side. I'm, I'm really enjoying the story. And, you know, if, if they want to wrap it up with season four, like I said before, I would be totally okay with that. It's just, I'm really praying that they don't cancel this at all because it's such a good story. And, you know, these characters are so interesting. It's fun to see them bicker and to, you know, fight and save the world through these crazy, weird, you know, technicalities or, you know, barely by the skin of their teeth. And I really hope that people um, watch season three because, you know, it's, I mean, I love Netflix to death, but sometimes I feel like a lot of things get buried um, more so than others, especially, um, I'm not sure if you watch Peaky Blinders, Devin, but did you know season six of Peaky Blinders is out on Netflix? I did see that it was out and it's on the list. I don't know. I, I might watch it at some point, but six seasons is a lot. I feel like when you get that far behind, it's just so tough to, to dive in on any, on any show. Yeah, I think I'm going to. Unlike with Barry, Barry's like a cool, what, 30 minutes per... Yeah, sit- sitcoms are so easy. You just breeze through sitcoms. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm, wa- I'm re-watching Seinfeld for like the fifth time. Just, you know, having it on the background, like I've mentioned in previous episodes. But, so let's get into our ratings here, and then we'll kind of close on out. Um, you know, I feel like we've already gone through our, you know, thoughts of this entire series. Um at least spoiler free wise, uh, we are thinking about doing a spoiler uh, free episode of, of umbrella Academy uh, season three. So definitely keep a lookout for us on Twitter. Um, that's usually when we'll kind of announce uh, certain things coming up. Um, but Devin, what would you give umbrella Academy season three? Um, season three, I'm thinking overall, um, I mentioned the issues I have with it, but definitely it was another strong series season for this series. I'm going with like a, like an 82, like there definitely is room for improvement. And I feel like given enough time and possibly even more budget from Netflix that this, this show could be even, even better than it already is. And it already is really entertaining because of the cast and the characters that they have to work with. So, yeah, definitely another entertaining and solid entry. All right. So you said 82. I'm going to give this a solid. Um, I think on serialized, I gave it a four out of five. So that would be between I, I would actually just give this a solid 90 um, overall. You know, it's you know, there there, there are issues uh, with this show that unfortunately we weren't able to dig too deep into. But, you know, the main one was just, you know, the CGI. But like you, Devin, I really enjoy when, you know, a new season comes out because it's it's all about the characters. It's all about the writing. You know, there isn't as much action um, in these um, in, in these seasons. But I feel like this season there was a good balance of both. But like you just said, you know, with the CGI, have they just invest just a little bit more money it could look like really, really good. Like, you know, it doesn't have to look like Avengers level or whatnot, like, you know, DC or like Marvel um, theater uh, movie level. But for TV, I feel like we've come, we've come such a far way 
a long way, excuse me, we've come such a long way when it comes to these episodes with, you know, big budget uh, TV um, spectacular phenomenons like Game of Thrones really showed us what a big budget TV show could do. And I feel like the Umbrella Academy can be one of those shows. Um, and I hope it continues. I believe uh, season two is coming out on Blu-ray, which I'm really excited about. Uh, definitely going to pick that up when I have the chance because I I really enjoy when Netflix actually gives um, their shows physical releases because, you know, I feel like we'll never have Netflix forever, but it just really depends on what they do as a company uh, later on. But yeah, overall, just a solid 90 for me. You know, it's it's not perfect, but like it's it's pretty freaking amazing. So that wraps up our spoiler-free review of Umbrella Academy Season 3. So definitely go watch it if you haven't already. It is a fantastic ride. And if you like what you hear on the show, please, please, please subscribe to us, um, to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics podcast with a movie lover in need. So really quick, uh, what's coming up on the podcast? Our Miss Marvel episode two review is out in the wild for people to go listen to. We're also going to be reviewing, as we mentioned earlier, Pixar's Lightyear. So that will be dropping on Monday, June the 20th. And next week, of course, we have Miss Marvel uh, episode three that we'll be covering and as well as the Obi-Wan Kenobi season finale. So we're going to be covering parts four through six for Obi-Wan Kenobi, kind of lopping those all together, just trying to give ourselves a bit of a breather because, you know, unfortunately, Disney loves to, you know, mix Marvel and Star Wars on the same day when, you know, Fridays are right there. But it is what it is. But those are just a few things that are coming up on the podcast and that pretty much covers it and we hope you guys have a great start to your week and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating and review on apple podcast and spotify and follow us on twitter and instagram to stay in the know that was Devin. my name is christian we'll see you guys in the next one peace